Good Monday morning, listeners. This is Mind Shit to Millions with Adrian Swanson. And Jesse Roy, good morning. So Adrian and I were having a discussion, um, you know, kind of about a pretty big issue. And, you know, it's a concern and we want to bring it to your minds. So we were wondering what would happen in your business if you stopped taking things personally. So just think about that for a minute. Think about how many times you get upset, your feelings get hurt because someone said no to you and you made it all about you. That is so true. It's amazing um, how people don't realize that that's what in turn what they're doing, right? Because like other people get angry, they get sad, they get frustrated, right? They've had a whole day before they've even talked to you usually, right? Or a whole week or a whole month, depending on what's going on. And you don't always know what's going on in their life, you know, what struggles they have. And a lot of times, even if you know them well, they don't want to share that. Like people keep a lot of stuff in and you might've just caught them at a bad time. They might've got some bad news, sad news. Um, they might be dealing with some feelings, you know, they might be upset. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, when they have these feelings, like we've talked about in the past, you think of that beach ball, right? Like they're pushing down these feelings. Like they don't want to think about what's making them sad or mad or whatever. And so it's sitting there festering, right? Just waiting for the, you know, you hold it underwater, that beach ball. And then all of a sudden what happens, it blows and you never know when that's going to happen or what little thing could make that happen. Right. And so in turn, when somebody says no, because one of these things are happening in their life or they just decide it's not for them, we're turning it into about us if we get upset about it because they have every right to say no, right? Like they have that option. <laughs> yes, but it feels so crappy when they do it. <laughs> I don't want them to say no. <laughs> I mean, and for me, like, gosh, I was just thinking about, I mean, so it is totally fair for like, us to be doing this podcast topic today because this was just so like classically me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back to all the times, like people said no to me and, you know, I wouldn't like out in the world, get visibly upset. Like I wouldn't pout. I wouldn't, you know, go home and like mope on the couch, but just like very internally, I was, you know, very, very down. And I just think it stems from what a lot of us have is, you know, those thoughts and feelings of not being good enough or not being worthy. Um, and so every time somebody said no to me, like they said, you know, I presented the opportunity and they were like, no, or, you know, I asked them to book a party and they said, no, my thoughts always went to, oh my gosh what did I do wrong? Like I didn't say something right. Right. Like I didn't have the script, right. I didn't have the words, right. I didn't do something right. Or I was in, um, you know, the beauty industry, skincare and makeup. So I really thought like I was not pretty enough. I was not cool enough or I was not fashion forward enough. And I'm definitely still not fashion forward today, but today I don't care. <laughs> But back then, like I thought that people looked at me, looked at my look, like looked at my makeup, looked at my clothes and said no to me because they didn't think that, you know, I could help them with their 
skincare and makeup needs because of how I looked. <laughs> so I made all these stories up of why people said no because of me. I took it very, very personally and just like critique the heck out of myself when anybody said no. And this is total normal behavior, right? I mean, every, we coach with so many people and um, having these feelings of like, what did I say wrong? What did I do wrong? We hear it all the time. And I recall again, like, like Jesse early in my career, I was really nervous about doing client care. Like literally I just, you know, it's that phone thing, right? For some reason, that phone is just so scary. Mm, <laughs> terrible phones. Phones are just terrible. And I had a great host and client who had, um, you know, I had known for a while and I was actually kind of excited to call her cause it had been a few months. So I was like, you know, great. So I get her on the phone at like 10 in the morning and she was like very frustrated and was like, why are you calling me? And like kind of hung up on me. I mean, literally this was less than a minute phone call. And I just sat there right with the phone, <laughs> like looking at it. And I was like, okay, so client care's bad. And I never want to do this again. Right. Like, cause that was that one phone call, that one thing happened that made me go, that's it. Nope. This is terrible. So of course, you know, time goes by and I'm like, I, you know, everybody says do client care. So, and I, I always, you know, I enjoy it now, but at the time it was like, felt like this was going to happen to me all the time. Right. People were going to get mad. And, um, so like about nine months later, I, I like, I wouldn't call her for nine months. I was just like, Oh my God, she's so mad at me. I did something wrong. Like this is so terrible. So finally I was just like, you know what, get out of your own way. This isn't about you. She loves your product. Like just call her. So I called her and you guys will not believe this. Literally nine months later, she was like, Oh my God, I have been meaning to call you and tell you how sorry I am. Um, she remembered the whole situation, like vividly, like her kids had been sick they were not sleeping well and they had just laid down for a nap and I called. It had nothing to do with the timing. It had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with anything. It was just, she was in this moment, right? Of frustration. And I happened to be the trigger that the beach ball blew on. Right. And she literally was like, I've been meaning to call you. I feel so bad. And it, that was like the first time I was like, wow, I made that so about me like that it was my fault or I did something wrong instead of realizing, man, I should have probably called her the next day and been like, is everything okay? Like she probably could have used a friend at that time, like somebody to talk to because she was having a rough go with her kiddos. Um, so I realized after that, like never to take these things personally, because there is so much going on. Like we talked about in other people's lives. And if I would not have called her that day, I would have written her off as a customer and that would have been really bad on my part because it had zero to do with me or my call and everything to do with just what was happening in her life. Yeah. And, um, in order to like get through this process of not taking things personally, we're going to ask you to create a new identity. Like you can actually become a person who doesn't give a fluff anymore. And the reason why I can say that is because I have become the person who doesn't give a fluff anymore, like in all aspects of my business, you know, business, personally, family, um, 
you can do it. If I can do it, like queen of people pleasing, I feel like, you know, I'm the queen, but I know I've met other. She's been doing it since she was little guys. Like she's always had to make the teachers happy. Like this (laughs) is her. (laughs) Yes. Since birth. I'm pretty, you know, uh, no, I was pretty rotten at birth. I cried a lot. My. (laughs) (laughs) That's because you couldn't please everybody. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That's That's right. So I, if I was crying as a baby, you had to stand up to hold me. Like you could not sit down. I would start screaming. Um, so big brat back then, but (laughs) (laughs) after infancy, definitely wanting to make everybody happy, wanting to get that pat on the head. And I don't look for those pats on the head anymore because I've decided that it's okay to not please everyone. It's okay to do things wrong, but it was a process. Like I, did not immediately, you know, become okay with not operating how I always operated. And, you know, how I did this was by creating separation. And it's not that I'm a mean and uncaring person now. I don't go around yelling at people. I don't go around hurting people's feelings, you know, intentionally being this mean, terrible person. But I have just caught, like created a bubble, like created a bubble around myself and then bubbles around others. Like I am allowed to operate however I want to operate in this world. And everyone else has that gift too. They can operate however they want. They can be mean. They can be ugly. They can do things that I believe are wrong. But it's okay. I love that it's- you say that that's a gift too because it's so true. <laughs> It's a gift that everybody has that you get to be you. That's your gift, right? It really is. And I mean, this feels so freeing now. And it's not that I still don't have, uh, you know, things that pop up when, you know, I maybe want to fall back into those habits. Like, you know, my dad has recently invited me to this fundraiser and it's for my high school and I don't give a fluff about my high school, but he's trying to guilt me into you know, being philanthropic towards my high school. I just, I just don't care. (laughs) Now, old me would have like immediately said yes, because I wouldn't have wanted to hurt my dad's feelings. And then I wouldn't want him to be mad at me. And he's probably really frustrated at me because he's still texting me and trying to get me to go to this (laughs) fundraiser. And I'm just ignoring him. I told him my answer and I'm not going to play any games with him. And how freeing is that? Like, <laughs> to I just love it. And I don't even think about it. You know, I'm not letting it, I'm not letting it bother me. I'm not letting it, you know, sit and weigh on my conscious. Like I cleanly and clearly and nicely was like, no, oh, thanks, Dad. And left it at that. Done. And I love that because like one of my favorite quotes is the opinion of which other people have of you is their problem, not yours. And like, so his opinion of you and whether you're going or not, that's his problem. That's not your problem. And I, you know, I also had my people pleasing tendencies. And, um, once I started realizing that everybody could do their own thing, right? Like you are, you, we all have different passions, frustrations, struggles, successes, joys. Like we all have different things that make us happy, sad, whatever. And we get to 
own that. That's our gift. Like Jesse said, that's your gift is what you have. And when you try to hide those by people pleasing, you're just not being your genuine self, you know? And I, it took me a long time too, to realize I was one of those that, um, like after a situation, I'd sit there and stew on it and be like, I should have said this, or I should do this, or I should, I would have should all over myself. And I don't do that at all anymore. I just leave and I'm like, it is what it is. Like, this is who I am. This is what I wanted. This is what I'm doing. And like that freedom that you feel that weight lifted off your shoulders about other people's, you know, opinions, it's phenomenal. Um, so if anybody doesn't like what you are doing, be like, Jess, don't give a fluff. Like just don't <laughs> give a fluff. It's the best. I, I highly recommend it <laughs> because you know, they don't pay your mortgage with their opinions and they don't create your memories with their opinions. And they definitely don't make your business successful with their opinions. So you do you. That's what we want you to get from this episode is don't give a fluff and you do you. So we would love for you to come on our page and write in big, bold letters. I commit to not giving a fluff. Strive to change your mind shit to millions. We'll see you next week.